And we're off. Hello and welcome to Look It. Will you listen? Oh, you see. Two old radio heads, is what it says here, going through six subjects in around 30 minutes with their opinions and stories thrown in. Bear in mind, we do not know what each other's subjects are in advance. And you are welcome to give your own subjects and contribute at lookit at uniquemedia.ie or tweet lookit podcast on Twitter. Yeah, we forgot to do that piece last week. We did. But it didn't stop uh, Mel contributing, which we'll get to a little bit later on. Thank you, Mel. Appreciate uh, your indeed. feedback. Yes, feedback is the breakfast <clears throat> of champions. Yes, it is. She so is porridge. I think it's an excellent <laughs> fibrous way to start porridge your Porridge with some banana. Bit of banana, half a banana now. I'm I used to go full far. banana, but I used to, I used to also, um, I find that that is too too heavy on the Too banana Too banana yeah. Yeah, mm. so half a banana is my magic, uh, it's my safe And space. what do you do with the other half? The other half goes into, it's a bit gross, but it goes into the fridge and I use it the next day and it goes slightly, slightly black. Yeah, yeah. And the outside looks a bit minging, but it tastes just fine. Okay, and we're a minute in. We will get it to, uh, to today's programme in a minute or two. But do bananas keep better in the fridge or not? Do they go black in the fridge? I think they tend to go black in the I fridge. I think so. I keep them outside of the fridge. And yeah. if they do go off, I make banana bread. And I know of that's course. the it thing to do oh, yeah. during COVID, but I've always made banana bread. And I have a really decent recipe from the BBC good food website which I get all my recipes from well what I'm going to do that's really interesting Uh, what I'm going shut up please please (laughs) what I'm going to do she's had a coffee today I know and this is just as interesting next week when I get my bananas because I get some bananas to keep me going through the week I'm going to leave them outside the fridge okay and we'll see let's see see. how black they go put two of them in and two of them out oh Nave. control group control oh (laughs) finally using that that, psychology degree that is why you are the clever one here. Oh. It's the only thing I've ever used it for. Well, it doesn't matter. Yes. Well done. <laughs> Thank you, Al. That 90 million quid your parents spent on your education is all worth it. Thanks, Mom. I do make good banana bread. <laughs> and now there's a podcast to prove it. <laughs> exactly. I've had some banana yourself. bread, actually. Yes, you have. It was beautiful. I think it's a great recipe. I don't take any credit for it. It's a great recipe. No, it's your recipe. Oh, oh yeah, it's from my yeah. ancient family history from the BBC exactly. website. Exactly, that's yeah. it. It's from from the Scottish side of your family, <laughs> where they have lots of bananas in Scotland. Famous for bananas in Scotland. <laughs> exactly. Right, let's uh, let's start where we're supposed to start. I suppose we start off with current affairs. Yes. You, your current affairs are always very current. You're always very current affairs. And a fairy. Yes, yeah. indeed. I am known for my political prowess. So my current affairs story is one that it's not actually the first time that it's been done and it's been done for longer, but California man lived undetected at O'Hare Airport for three months, officials say. I saw this, yeah. I hope it wasn't your current affairs story. No, it wasn't. But I felt very sad when I read that. There's a, a gentleman named Aditya Singh and he was arrested and charged with impersonation in a restricted area of the airport and theft of less than $500, which I'm assuming was necessities if you're going to be there for three three months. Yeah. So on October 19th, he did what few passengers have ever done, walked off the aircraft, entered the airport and simply never left. He actually lives in Orange County in California. He's 36 years old and no one knew he was there for three months. Uh, he did end up getting arrested and charged with impersonation of an employee. And uh, he is, I believe, with that case is, is I think it's a 20, January 27th. Why didn't he go case. home? He was afraid 
of COVID. This is where I kind of feel sorry for him because I understand afraid to fly. I yeah, know but you're more likely to catch it in the airport, in the airport with, all the people going around. with all of the people. So I don't know if he just had a moment of it was all too much and he just couldn't take it. But he said he was scared to go home due to COVID. And so he lived in the airport for three months and nobody noticed hmm. at all. Tom Hanks did a movie about something like that, didn't he? Yes, which I believe, I don't know if it was based on the story. If There's another gentleman who lived yeah. in an airport for 18 years. Was it that long? Some, something I, like that. And I think we've been through this. I like Tom Hanks movies. I haven't yes. seen that one. Have you seen it? No, I haven't okay. seen that one either. So, so there that you makes us experts to talk about. Absolute it. experts. But this other guy wrote a book called Terminal Man. Yes. And it's about and was, his life in the airport That, that in was France. the Tom Hanks one. Was that not the Tom Hanks one? No, it was. Yeah, I think it was drawn from it and then they didn't use all of the story in the end. Right. But He couldn't do the French accent. It's <laughs> probably it. <laughs> you, on the other hand. Oh, <laughs> That's it. That's as good as it gets. So his fear was to go home due to COVID. And I'm, I, this got me thinking. It's like, I wonder what Al's, Al's probably afraid of nothing. Al's probably afraid of, I don't know, if you spend time looking in the mirror and fearing the past and <laughs> something like that, but fearing the future or I don't know. I feel like it would be something really sort of like existential if you were to have a fear. Or, and then something silly, like, a, I don't know, cockroaches or anything, which isn't that silly. What are you I afraid of? I can't think of anything I'm afraid of. I, I, I'm afraid of mustard. <laughs> I yeah. don't like mustard. No, I really don't. I don't fear it. Um, now, Co- f- Coleman's mustard. Okay. Why you know, do you fear it? You know it? when you open the Coleman's mustard thing? Oh, and ketchup. But let's get to mustard first, right? Of course, it would be something that would mess up. Mu- no, like it's the like smell of mustard. It's a bit gross. It, it just, it makes me wretch. <laughs> Right, and I don't mind a bit of the the, the French stuff the, with little bits in it in a sauce or whatever. Okay. But the smell of Coleman's mustard, no ketchup actually. Really. I really and my kids, even when they were young, I really don't like opening a box. I don't like the sight of it. I don't like that the smell of it. I just don't like ketchup. I'm not really afraid of it, but I, <laughs> I I'm trying to think. Is there what are you afraid of? I actually fear the dark. And I only really realized this last year at the age of 35. But I constantly worry about home invaders, which is an unreasonable thing to worry about because it's never happened. And if it does happen, I won't be able to do anything about it. But I worry that someone is under the bed. And I think I lived in England, around London, around the time of the Brixton Strangler, who, or maybe I made it up that I did, but that story was in my head of a man under a bed. He used to jump out and actually was real and strangled people. And I think I've just, I check under every single bed in every hotel. I I check everywhere. Just that it never went away. It doesn't matter if it's not based on anything and and it's taking away valuable sleep time, but... I I could spend the next 10 minutes just... Slagging you basically, but <clears throat> I know that you will take that and use it in the future. Oh, very much so. Yeah, that's gone in there. Yeah, good. And it's replaced some something else, by the way, because <laughs> there's only so much I can have in my head. Um, there's only so much that's practical to carry around. Exactly, this is it. But my, my daughter has the very same thing. She is 22, and I think probably Lisa Loser. has too. Loser. <laughs> 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 what a dork. Yeah, no, I'm afraid of that afraid dark. Afraid of that dark. Come on. <laughs> I I'm be not afraid. How does David cope with this? He's David's very kind about all of my eccentricities and he if I asked him to look under the bed he would. He has never ever slagged me for anything ridiculous that I do. I also sleep with a giant fluffy rabbit called Piper. Okay. Uh, it's really comfortable. I just always slept in that position with the rabbit when I was younger and so it's just I have to. He's never laughed at me. 
He's, that's why I married him. The man is a saint. I know. A saint. <laughs> I am aware, but I am a decent cook, so. Okay, there's, there's a bit that. of a payoff there, there's isn't it? Payoff, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there you go. Three mm. months in the airport in Chicago, and uh, nobody knew. Nobody knew. Can I just say that is very, very newsy and very current affairs for Are you, you. Impressed. I'm almost impressed. Better than seahorses last week. Seahorses were great. <laughs> they were really good. Um, but I, I would hope that next week there will be a return to the Gothic or the seahorses or the something. I try to mix it up. Yeah. Oh, oh very good. Yeah. Very impressed. <laughs> Yes, and a little smile. Try to mix it up. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, that's a very Mrs. Doyle after she just got Todd Unctuous's name Maybe kind I, of a face. Yeah. <laughs> like the misery of making tea. <laughs> right. Father Huey Louie. Uh, yeah. No clothes! <laughs> anyway, um, my current affairs, it's all about Biden this week. Excellent. I cried a lot when, uh, when that happened. Yes, I couldn't help but it turned into an absolute sap. I'm Irish and my, I'm all Irish. Irish, Irish. <laughs> as Irish as can be. Uh, I haven't perfected the impression yet. It's pretty good, though. Uh, you think? It's, it's pretty just great. old American. It's. I think it's. I think all your impressions no, are well, great. No, I do need to, as I've said this to you before, most of the people I, I impersonate have died over the last few years. You need to up your, you uh, need to change yeah. your repertoire. I do yeah. indeed. Yeah. Um, I get Lady Gaga in yeah. there and, and a few of them. Anyway, You're my, the my, obvious one exactly. for her. <laughs> Goes without saying. Um, my um, current affairs, and I found it very difficult to come up with any anything that wasn't too heavy, right? Yeah. So I found a couple of things that um, that people think are true but aren't true. Interesting. So it's not necessarily current affairs, but it's new to me. Okay. Uh, things like you can't see the Great Wall of China from the moon. Can you not? No, you can't. Are I would you... believe it's unreasonable to think that you could. No, but everyone says, but oh, everyone the only you thing can. you can see so from you... the the only man-made thing you can see from the moon is the Great Wall of China. You can't. Wow. That is very interesting. I'm more impressed that you didn't know that you couldn't or could or whatever, you know, that you weren't aware of it. I was not aware of it. I reckon you can see Trump's ego and the Great Wall of China. And well, I'm sticking to that story. Well, probably can still see Trump's ego. Possible. And here's another one. It's often said that you lose your body heat fastest through your head. Head, yes. Not true. Really? It's a myth. Experts say humans would be just really? as cold if they went without a hat as if they went without trousers. Really? I'd yes. much rather go without a hat. Same here. I think it's a more practical thing. I think so too. Yes. But that's, there There you go. I'll do wow. one more because the, the, these are these are very interesting. These are really interesting. Yeah, they are. And we're, we're 10 minutes in, so we need to get into the next piece. Okay. Um, well, we don't really. But, well, I'm uh, in talking mood today. Oh, so it's good. All about that's my what I like to, to hear. Try and oh, shut yeah. up. <laughs> uh, many yes. say vitamin C is an effective treatment for a cold. But most experts have stated there's little or no evidence that vitamin C can help treatment of a cold. Really? Yes. Does it have anything to do with absorption? Does vitamin C help you absorb other things, or am I just... Vitamin D is supposed to be good for COVID. Is that correct? That this is, is what I've yes, heard. Yes, this is what it says, and you okay. get that from the sun. Yes, so I have to supplement it because of where we are. Can you supplement vitamin D? I don't know D. if you can uh, supplement it properly. I, I pay money to supplement it. Oh, obviously, it. off you Those go into your, into your, you know... Uh, chemist homeopathic whatever <laughs> homeopathic chemist homeopathic. here's some water Neve it's got vitamin D in it I will give you 8 euro for that oh here <laughs> <clears throat> suddenly I'm in the homeopathy homeo- I can't even say it that's why <laughs> you have so much contempt for that you, you can't even say it so you de- therefore cannot be it exactly definitely cannot be um, yes indeedy 8 <laughs> quid for the water um, I do take vitamin D supplements and I put vitamin C cream on my face and I think it's going to give me eternal life and I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but if the placebo effect works, I will take it. 
big smile on your face, that's the main thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm being ripped off. Um, <laughs> but it feels good. <laughs> exactly. And it smells and tastes nice. No, that's the main thing. So that's all that really matters. And you're matters. happy. I've had a great yourself. time. Exactly. Business has been done. That, that's the main thing. I yes. do have one more thing. About, Excellent. About, no, I don't know whether I'll do it. Oh, I'll tell you, but, but we may not discuss. A pair of Idaho men teamed up to take on a slippery Guinness World Record by stacking 47 bars of wet soap in one minute. <laughs> what? That's a record. That's Stacking soap. Yeah, wet soap. Wet so you have to put soap on top of soap. On yeah, top exactly. Of soap. So it's just like sort of reverse Jenga. Yeah. That's mad. Forty-three bars of soap. Forty-seven. Forty-seven bars of yeah. soap. With these things, I always have to ask. What's the point? Why? Yeah, exactly. Why? It's amazing. Uh, where, when did you realize that that was your goal and destiny and the thing that you should work towards? When was <laughs> exactly. it that you decided that a stacking slippery soap was not more than a tongue twister? It was a way of life. Yeah, now, and hold on. They weren't just nutcases. Yes. David Rush, mm-hmm. he broke more than 50, 100, 150 Guinness World Records to promote STEM hey. education. Oh, wow. So this is promoting all those sciencey things. Wow. Hmm. Now, I'm more impressed now, but I do like it when people's names correspond to what they do. So he, David he Rush, been, was in a rush been, to stack the soap. Yeah, or his name should have been Joe Soap. <laughs> I have some friends whose names, I have a, a friend who is a farmer and his surname is Crop. That Ooh. kind of thing. I have a few friends like that and I really like it. Oh, very good. Yeah. You'd have to, you'd have Appropriately to like that. named. You'd have to like that. Yes. Um, right, let's move on to culture then. Do you want to go first or shall I? No, I'll let you go first because you've always got the best bits. Oh, I really, really don't. Um, but I do have a fascination with old Hollywood and cemeteries. Oh, very good. And so when you mix them together, you get places like Hollywood Forever. Yeah. Or Where I've been. Have you yeah. been to Hollywood Forever? Yeah. I'm so I'm pretty jealous. sure that's the one I went to. Uh, really? I went and saw Mel Blanc's grave. I don't know who that is. That's terrible. I'm, I really apologise. He was the voice of all the Warner Brothers cartoons. Oh, and his son took over after him. That's correct. He yeah. was yeah. No blank, I do. Yeah. I didn't know his name, but I did know that he was there and that his son took over. He was Bugs and, Bunny, and he was um, fantastic. He was a really great voice actor, yeah. and a really good actor as well. He was in the Jack Benny show back in the fifties and sixties on on TV. He was a big star in his and and like earned an awful lot of money. Smoked like a fish, and you could hear it when he was. I've looked at some interviews with him, and he's he's all very you know, but he really great voice guy. A but, voiceover guy with a smoking habit. Exactly. That's interesting. Who'd have thought that? <laughs> Back in my day, it was compulsory to smoke if you were a disc jockey. We had to be cool. Yes, indeed. <laughs> compulsory to wear cowboy boots, have a moustache and smoke. But anyway. Um, no, you looked great with a moustache. You looked great with a moustache and no one can ever take that away yes. from you. Mel Blanc was in there and there were lots of others and I can't remember the others. He was the one who stood out. Um, it, I'm pretty sure it was Hollywood Forever. So it was on the way. Yes, it is. I know that now. That I didn't know his name, but that is where he is. There you go. Yes. And it's a beautiful cemetery. Apparently it's lovely with a lake and everything. It is really, really nice. Did a, did a walk around that uh, one, I don't know, about two years ago maybe when uh, I was over there. We were over doing a little bit of work. Originally for the not so upper class, was for the, the actors and all that, which yeah. wasn't a big deal. And now it's the swanky one. Yeah, very much so. One of the old directors was a Griffith, I think, could be buried in there in a big mausoleum. There's a huge mausoleum and he's got a son and he's not the one with the two wives. There's D.W. Griffith. I, I, I no, I could be remember. wrong. It may not be him. It could be John Barrymore. There's definitely a big mausoleum with a director. Yeah, well then it's, it's probably Griffith the actually. Mausoleum. 
but yeah. uh, I'm so I'm not going to talk about Hollywood forever. No, I, I do apologize. So, yeah, exactly. So, so what what was the bit? I'm sorry, I took no, over not there. at all. I lo- I love all these. I love all these old creepy things. So I want to talk about Westwood Village Memorial Park, which is home, eternal home, to Natalie Wood, Dean Martin, Jaja mm-hmm. Gabor, Tom Petty, Frank Zappa, Farrah Fawcett, among others, and most famously, perhaps Marilyn Monroe, who died tragically at the age. Of 36. How come I didn't go there? I went to the other one. Well, it's probably Mel Blanc, actually. This yeah. one is more... Um, and Hugh Hefner is beside her. Um, and it is not so much to see. It's more... It's, I think it's more sort of... They're stacked. It's like a oh, wall. Oh, so they're all... Yeah, because they're all... They're all... They've been it's burnt. Like they, they were cremated. or whatever yes, it is. It's sort of... So, and some of them aren't cremated, but are there. Right. Uh, and one of the people who isn't cremated, but is there, is a gentleman named Ron Poncher, who was a successful businessman and entrepreneur who died at the age of 81 in 1985, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, which I don't seem to have had, um, put down in my notes, but that's when I was born, and so I think... I think Obviously, I everyone does. Anyway, sorry if it wouldn't go for quite right. Um... Fun fact about him, he once built two bulletproof cars for Al Capone, Ooh. but other fun fact, he had an unusual last request, so he owned the, the, um, the, it's not a tomb, it, they're sort of, the pl- they're, they're like plots, but they're stacked on top of each yep. other, like a wall, um, almost like the catacombs or something in France, but they're sort of across, um, but he had the one right above Marilyn, and his last request was, if I croak, if you don't put me upside down over Marilyn, I'll haunt you for the rest of my life. I'll <laughs> uh, haunt you the rest of my life? I guess he means his afterlife. Yes. But that's what he said to his wife, because he did not want to spend eternity with his back turned to Marilyn yeah. Monroe. So he had his funeral, and then he uh, got squished over, and he got buried upside down, so that he'd spend all eternity looking at Marilyn. But it doesn't stop there. Ooh. I'll roll and this into more. very, very quickly. Not so that was one thing. And then the next thing was the story made another international stir in 2009 when the wife put the crypt above Marilyn for sale on eBay Ooh. and almost went through for a record of 4.6 million euro to be buried above Marilyn. But it fell through. Richard Poncher is still in the crypt above Marilyn and his wife is now buried in the crypt next to him. Ah. And Hugh Hefner is, is one over too. I thought you Hefner had been maybe in, in the Playboy Mansion. There must be a uh, a, a dummy of him sitting in a glass box. Um, <laughs> for for some reason, I thought it was actually him, and he'd been put into. <laughs> no, well, they did it for Lennon. And if, did they do it for Avita as well? Wasn't she? Yeah, for, I think they they and did. The so, new you know, wife used to do her hair and stuff. Yeah, when but, she but, lived but in the apartment with I her thought he was still. in a, he was in a, a vacuum in there, and but obviously it's it's a dummy and it's not. It's really gross. Hi, <laughs> Hugh. Yeah, you uh, and your your cravat. I think oh we get in a cravat. God, I think you should get a cravat and a smoking jacket. Gay it's used only to, a matter of time. wear a cravat, you know. Okay, Do well you, done, cravat. Did he wear a cravat? He did. I have never. I worked in a studio beside him for many years, and I have never, in person, had never ever seen Gay Brown, even though we would. Almost, it's so. You never it's, saw him. And not in person. Oh. Even though I worked literally beside him for years on the same day, but we had different. He had a show when I was yeah, doing yeah. something else next door, and I never ever saw him. I only ever saw him through the little window. That's when he was door. on lyric. When he's on was lyric, it? yeah, yeah so doing a lovely show. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, so um, I always think it's really funny that you know you cross paths with everybody yeah. in there, but I just never cross paths with Gabriel. Very nice man. I'm sure he was a wonderful. He man. was lovely man and nice man to work with. You'd know. I wouldn't. Okay, well done. Let's move on then. Your culture piece. Uh, my culture piece. And again, like I found it difficult to come up with. Well, let's do... Uh, firstly, last night, because we're recording this on Friday morning, 
Friday the 22nd. Last night at 21 minutes past nine, right? Yes. Was... 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21. So, oh, wow. 21st minute, 21st hour, 21st day, 21st year, 21st century. I should have bought a lot of tickets. You should have. I forgot. I, as you would do. I thought that story was going to go a very different direction. No. Nope. I thought you were going to tell us something really weird that you do alone at night time. No. <laughs> anyway, what? No, I wouldn't be mentioning that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's like some weird book that you might read. Exactly, was, that was more what I was going. That about. was it. I got that from from uh, really? Ken Murray, a guy I know, on, on Twitter yesterday. Wow. Um, so that, that's that. It's just an interesting fact. The first yes. DeLorean was produced this weekend, forty years ago. Really? You know the car in yes, the Yes, I do. Back to the Future. And I saw a picture of you know one of those car transporters with all the cars on the back. Yes. Uh, somebody again on Twitter yesterday had put up. I think it was Paula Kane put up uh, a picture of the DeLoreans coming out of the DeLorean factory on wow. the back of one of these. So there's a. The, Three or four on top and three or four. It just looks odd <laughs> to see them all on the back of a car transporter. That's culture. And one more culture piece. Yes. Um, you know the the you know that the um, the cross the, the crossing at, at Abbey Road where the Beatles yes. did their did their picture for Abbey Road the the album. Um, <clears throat> there is a, a a camera. London traffic have a camera there on it all the time. The quality is spectacular. And you can sit there really? and watch it. And you can sit there. And if you watch it for long enough, you will see loads of people take, getting their picture taken, well. walking across and disturbing <laughs> the traffic. That would be funny to see a collage of all of the pictures. All the have like a big wall there. of everybody. Exactly. Yes. And John would Ford. you be it's tempted if you were there with three mates? I Well, I haven't been there with three. I have been there, but not with three mates. Though. Okay. Would you take advantage? Probably. Would you stop traffic? Probably. Yeah. Because you've got to be stop. Right. You've got to stand there and let, yeah. let, your, let your fourth mate yes. uh, take the picture. Yeah. Then he has to go and do it while you take the picture. <laughs> yes. I, it would probably be difficult not to. Yes, it would be very difficult not but to. I, I, found I wouldn't like, judge you. Oh, well, yeah, you would. Um, I, I, I you, would understand. <laughs> yes, said she, rolling her eyes. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's an age thing, I suppose, you know. I think that... Uh, I think that you would be forgiven. Of an era that, that that would possibly mean something. They were just bits of culture and, and Glastonbury of culture has been cancelled again. There's a surprise. It's if when you hear again, my heart just goes, Oh I was just reading an article that said, you know, St. Patrick's Day celebrations cancelled for a second year in a row and you know and it's fine, but when you see it, you know, oh my god, I'm doing it again. Yep. It's happening again. Exactly. Um, oh god. Let's not talk about that. Let's leave that to Morning Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Pat Kenny as well. Yes. Um, okay. So wild card. Wild card. Okay. Um, another one of I have many passions. I know. I'm a very passionate person. <laughs> of course. And one it's of the my, red hair. It's the red hair. That's I can't it. Oh, help it. To be it. sure. To be sure. <laughs> There's a wild streak in me. Uh, my wild card is uh, one of my passions. Massive passions in life is drag and. I can't believe that it has become this wonderful mainstream thing because I used to go to all the drag shows in college and it was very much not something that everybody did but I loved, I loved the art, I loved the performance, I loved the costume, I loved the the psychology I just love it I like I do know this about you yes. and when you told me initially and it's whenever yes. I wasn't overly surprised it kind of makes sense because I essentially am a drag queen I just unfortunately happen to be a female so I can't be a female impersonator I remember I actually <laughs> in, in RT doing a programme there one afternoon and um, there was 
a very large, like the, yes. this guy. You were following Kinky him, boots. weren't you? Like, I was following. Like, it must be about what was it, six four, six five, or something. And then you had the heels, probably and even more. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I'm there, and, and the, you have the window there, and I'm doing my thing. And this guy walks by, and he looked he looked very well. He looked very well. He was in because I think he was in kinky boots. Well, as soon as I saw him, I thought. Neve's going to be somewhere Neve's here. Gonna, Neve was. Yeah. Neve and, was following. And you were. At a creepy distance. <laughs> That's oh. it. I love it. But it's very exciting for me now because Drag Race UK, which is a little bit more down and dirty than Drag Race, the American Drag Race, and it's the BBC version, so they can't have the prizes. So in America, if you win a lip sync, you get a cash tip of $5,000. Hey! But in the Beeb, you you get a here's a tease made they can't give the prizes because it's the public service broadcasting so they give a Rue Peter badge which is like a blue Peter badge Ah. they just give a little badge and then the overall prize is not a hundred thousand dollars it's the opportunity to make I think a web series come over to Hollywood and make a web series or something like that so it's not quite the same but it's exciting for me because there's two series out now that I can I can access and follow which has given me something to live for in the pandemic but I decided that I would give you several facts about RuPaul oh yeah RuPaul of RuPaul's Drag Race has been with his partner uh, since 1994 and they married in 2017 Mm -hmm. however they're monogamish I believe it's an open relationship but they married um, in Ru's house their house uh, in 2017, they've been together forever. Uh, RuPaul made history in March 2018 when he became the first drag queen to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And in the ceremony, it was introduced by Jane Fonda, of course. Uh, proving how... Why, why of course? Because Jane is a big... I mean, a big, they, they absolutely love her. Oh, fair and, enough. Uh, I, I like Jane Fonda myself, I Love a bit of Jane Fonda. Um, other fun fact, I put this one in for you. Uh, after fronting indie bands in the 80s, RuPaul Charles was featured in the music video to the classic Love Shack by the B-52s. B-52s. Yeah. Yes. So I thought you'd appreciate that Thank one. Thank you very much for that. Uh, two more points. Yes. And then I shall hand over to you because I feel like I've done all the talking no, today. No, not at all. So to prevent it leaking the winner at the end of RuPaul's Drag Race, which is my favourite TV series... Uh, during the theatre performance so you have drag race you have all the different queens competing for the crown and then someone wins the crown and because several of them one of them got leaked before so to stop this leaking between it filming and it coming out RuPaul crowns all of the winners so there's several Ah, different versions there's like three different versions so the winning queen actually only gets to find out that they've won when the rest of us do Ah, when it goes live and there's a crowning party so they're all so they've gone through the motion of winning which is why I always find it a little underwhelming when they win at the end because they know that they haven't actually won so they don't have all the emotion of having won until you actually air it which I think is really interesting Hmm. and that's a really good idea it's novel. It's a good way to avoid people knowing who, who they, won. They could have done with it in the Bake Off a couple of years ago when um, one of the judges, because I don't really watch Bake Off, she, she either texted or, or, or tw- tweeted or something because she was in Australia or something and uh, got the times, times wrong. wrong. Yeah. But, Didn't know that. But in Bake Off, most of those people are quite good at keeping secrets. Anyway, one would imagine. I'd be terrible. If I won, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. you didn't. Absolutely. I'd be terrible. So, yeah, so nobody has to keep a secret because there's a, well, very few people have to that, keep a that, secret. That's a great idea. So, there you go. That's my wild card. I am so excited that RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13 is up and running. And what station Start is that engines. on? Is it on Netflix, thank uh, God. The Netflix. Yeah, the Netflix. I can access it. Hmm. Okay. Um, my wild card... 
again, I found it difficult to come up with anything this week. I was gonna, I was gonna just say swimming. Are you still doing it? That is a good question. And the answer is, I'm more than five k away from the ocean. I cannot oh. go to the sea, and it is one of my big sadnesses in life. Because as you know, I'm a big sports fan. Yeah. So jumping into the sea is my favorite sport. My other favorite sport is probably Pilates. Um, and I am really sad. I actually wear my dry robe in the garden trying to toilet train my dog because it's so cold. And every time I put it on, I go, I wish I was wearing this because I just got out of the sea. And my whole point this year was to swim right yep. up to Christmas and then to keep doing it. And it was such a lifeline and it is so good for you. Well, come March, you'll be, you'll be doing it again. I can't wait. I cannot wait. And I had to practice now, but I really, really miss it. And think, uh, speaking of sports, and that just reminded me, before yes. we finish up, we have two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Mel did send in this thing. Turn it over there and just see what it says. Okay. Uh, so we were to cover this story. This it's not going to take us any more than a minute and a half because it is about sport. Just do the headline because we we, we can read the rest, but we're not going to be able to talk about it because we know nothing about it. Um... Okay, I, is, is, would I read the headline out? Yeah, go on. Ronaldo becomes all-time leading goal scorer. Whoa, ho, hey. Hey. Hey, all those soccer goals. 760 soccer goals have been scored by a gentleman named Ronaldo. <laughs> yes. There is no evidence as to whether that is his first or second name, but he is definitely really good at knocking things with his head and with his feet, which is really good. He seems to be 35, which means that he would have been born in 1985. Probably. Unless his birthday was before this particular date in the year, um, which would make him 36 if he is in fact a Capricorn. I think no Ooh. is it Capricorn right now to have their birthdays I like I the way know. you're moving along from sport to, sport. to well this is my astrology. sport this is my sport commentary yeah um, he wears stripy tops which means that he plays for a team which means he has mates uh, at least people who are paid to be friends with him mm-hmm. and he um, he makes funny faces in this picture yes Cristiano Ronaldo 760 goals would you be arsed like well. it's the same thing you just run around field you run around field and you put a ball in net yeah. I mean, cool. A lot of people like that kind of thing. But some people are into that kind of thing. Look, there's no accounting for taste, but um, not for the likes of us, you, perhaps. Well, no, I don't mind a little <laughs> bit of soccer. I'm not a huge Ronaldo, but that's why I gave it to you, because I, I have an idea of who he is. <laughs> I not, do know. Not a huge idea. He has a son. Oh, right. I think I know that. I think he has a son. I definitely have seen him with his top off yeah. in jeans. Ooh. Um, and I'm afraid that's all I know. If I had to guess his nationality, I would say Spanish. I think he's Portuguese. <laughs> She probably is Portuguese. Yeah. Now, I'm not, to, to be fair, I'm actually Sorry, not sure. Awful. My brothers this would kill me. They kill me. me. I hope what do you mean you don't know he's whatever? <laughs> I, I do. I, I could be wrong. I think we probably it's need awful. to. We probably need to stop there. God. That's, that's why Mel sent that in. She said, "Do you know what might be funny? <laughs> What's that? You guys doing a bit of sport? Well, I know? think it did very well. Now, if, you, if she has a competitive Pilates story." <laughs> I would be very interested. Exactly. I enjoy figure skating. I enjoy watching figure skating. I think it looks beautiful. Do you know, years ago, right, yes. uh, when I was doing one of the radio stations, and um, the, the, when they were stuck for someone to do a sports story on news, so rather than have the newsreader read the sports story, yes. well, they would say, Al, will you read that? Now, mainly just to see how I did it. Yes. Because they knew I had such... You know, broad knowledge of sport. Yes, uh, but no, I, I go into the little office and I do my little my my pronunciation guides. You have to in these things. Yeah, and now and now the sport. Al done. What? <laughs> the funny thing is, the hell would he know? I've actually done sport. Oh yeah, but it's the same as reading anything else. You just read it and same sounds as like you know anything else. You, yeah, you, you do it and sound like you know what you're doing. Listen, we're letting light in on the magic here. <laughs> 
you just read it out and you make sure you don't get the names wrong. That's about the size. That's of it. what you do. Yeah. Yeah. So in in extreme circumstances, Which I have read these names. Absolutely, but but it's actually it, it can be much more difficult than you think. Oh, putting the stories together oh, when no. you don't speak sports know, hold is on. really hard. No, I didn't put the stories together. I couldn't yeah. take that credit. But they would hand me the story and say, "Listen, rather than rather than the newsreader do the sport, you do the sport." So it's the sports guy. Same as you. I like walking. Oh yeah, I like walking. Fast too. walking. But that's it. Competitive walking yeah. in my own head. <laughs> I think we're we're just about over time, but that was exceptionally. Uh, fun <laughs> good to see you again and embarrassing um, yes always excellent to see you even though we are in two different studios I can see you through yeah, a little exactly. window we to are, my right which is excellent this is it <laughs> we're, we're, we're close in our heads yes and um, the outro your suggestions and stories are welcome and the outro page is here <laughs> which is I presumed good you were, <laughs> I presumed you were on the same page to look at we are in, we're always on the same page yeah. look at at uniquemedia.ie or at look at podcast on twitter I'm Aldo. I'm Neve Bennett. Just about. I can get, okay, get gonna, me to that name. Yeah, okay. Let's <laughs> let's do it again. I always pause over it. Okay. I'm Neve. I'm Neve. I'm Neve. Mac- I'm, I'm Neve Ronaldo <laughs> Cristiano. So, and again. Okay. One, two, three. I'm Aldo. I'm Neve Bennett. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Will you listen? Produced by Unique Media.